Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Classic Gaming Whoa. Podcast. Thank you for joining us. I'm oh, Robert shit. Ring. What's going on? Uh, today's date is February 6th, 2017. Uh, Hopefully, I pretty much cut out everything that just happened before right now. That uh, would be for the best. Yeah. Yeah. And this is episode 75. With me are Jay Totoro and Blake Corey. Hey. Oh. They're the co-hosts of this show. Oh, yeah. That's if you can call it a show. Uh, you guys doing good? We're we're like we're all out of our element right now because it's a. Uh, I know. I was just gonna. It's a Monday. Everything's that. fucking weird. Yeah. Everything's just slightly sadder. We have not played Diablo two yet. No, we have not, which upsets me. Let me know. When we're gonna set a date to start playing. Maybe uh, this weekend. Can y'all do this weekend? Uh, I'm not sure if I can or not, but hopefully. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know if I can either. Let's talk about. I was gonna say let's talk when we get closer. Okay. Uh, well, first off, before we get started on real stuff, we got a couple shout-outs. Oh, good call. Blake, do you want to start with yours, or you want me to go first? Guttalele! Thank you very much for coming by the stream and everything and all the support and stuff, you crazy bastard. What, what, did, he, what, did, what did he do? I don't know. He was like, hey, you still haven't shouted me out. And I was like, all right, I'll do oh. that. Then. So shout outs to Gitalele. Okay. So he didn't do anything special. I think special. we shouted him out before. It sounds familiar, but. Yeah, because uh, I remember like trying to figure out, like I was trying to figure out what his name was. Uh, I've got to, sh- I got to send a shout out to uh, Jeffrey Wachter for sending me a copy of Beyond Good and Evil for PlayStation 2. That was pretty sick. Uh, That's really nice yeah, so thank you so much, Jeff. I have started playing it. I'm not very far, but I've been uh, I've been playing it like in whatever spare time I get, which has typically been about well, I've, I'm about four ish hours in so far. Uh, I'm trying to finish that for my next game. I'm not sure. I probably won't be able to, and I might have to play something short. I'll probably go back and uh, play some Atari stuff in the meantime for the next episode, and then hopefully have Beyond Good and Evil done. For the episode after that, but it's actually a game that I've been like, it's kind of one of those that I've been meaning, it's been on my list for a long time, and I just never have gotten around to it. So uh, I'm glad that Jeffrey sent me that one because now I now I basically have to play it, and uh, it's supposed to re- be a really awesome game. So I finally knocked that one off the old list, and uh, you guys will get to hear about it firsthand. About how good it is when I'm done. There's a pig uh, in the game, and he talks. Spoiler, dude. Come on. Talking pig, that's unheard of. I know. And he's uh, a mechanic, also. Mechanical pig that talks. No, no, not mechanical. He's a mechanic. Like, he works on mechanical things. A mechanical mechanic pig? Never heard at all. No, this is... You're thinking of uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Let's not go down that that road. <laughs> Might be pizza involved though. Uh, pizzas, that's fine. That's good. All right, news. Um, unfortunately, um, you guys may have heard Namco founder Masaya Nakamura has passed away at age ninety-one. When did that happen? I that was, uh, I believe, last week or early, like early oh. last week. Obviously, Namco. Uh, is one of the classic 
game developing companies, most notable probably for Pac-Man, I guess. That would probably be their most famous one, right? Yeah, I don't think so. So at least, you know, in a broad, broad spectrum. I'm trying to even, let me, I'm trying to look up and see what else uh, they've got. List of Namco games. Uh, yeah, it looks like Pac-Man was, yeah, okay. So Pac-Man was definitely their first, like the earliest super famous one. Uh, and obviously, we all know that they, they made plenty of other games. A couple that are sticking out are uh, Dig Dug. Um, Mappy. I just played that huh? I just played that recently, too. Yeah, was so Time Crisis I... really them? Huh? Was Time Crisis really theirs? Time Crisis? Yeah, it was. It's like an arcade shooter. On like a rail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I know of Time Crisis. I didn't know that it was... Oh, and they also yeah. made uh, Tinkle Pit. Soul Calibur 2, which is my favorite one. They made Soul Calibur 2. In Tinkle Pit, an evil huh. demon named Mao transforms all the inhabitants of Tinkerland into statues. <sighs> Have you ever played like that in the game before? Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> Soul Calibur 2 is an amazing game. Ridge Racer? That was a good one. Was it? Ridge Racer. <laughs> I said like Red Robin. Ridge Racer. Yum. <laughs> Ridge Racer. So anyway. CD? Yeah, that's totally different tone. <laughs> well, that's a bummer. Uh, I probably should have ended off with that one because then we have to move on to like more like f- upbeat news. So we're like, that's sad. But guess what? There's a 45 minute docuary, docuary, documentary made on John. I feel like I just there's just like no flow to this episode right now. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> 45. I apologize to our listeners. They're probably pretty much used to it by now, though, I guess. Uh there has been a new 45-minute documentary on John Romero that was just released. It's not really on... It's not so much on, like, all of, like, the history of John Romero, but it's more like what John Romero is up to nowadays. Uh, it, there, are, there, of course, obviously is plenty of retrospective stuff. But this was made by... This is another one of uh, the Noclip documentaries. That's the uh, project that Daniel Dwyer has been doing. Uh, the last one was on, I, th- I feel like this is his third or fourth project that he's done with, uh, third or fourth Noclip project that he's done, but he, look, look this up if you haven't already, just Google like no, Noclip or Noclip documentaries, and he's making these awesome documentaries on just, you know, various video game type things. The last one he made was on the new, uh, Doom game and kind of the making of that, and he interviewed a lot of the developers on, and stuff. And this is sort of a follow-up. Not so much a follow-up, but it seems like probably he, he got the... I, I'm sure he got the the idea to do this based on doing the uh, the new Doom game. But it's really actually pretty interesting to see kind of like where John Romero is now and, and what he's up to and kind of his mindset on a lot of stuff. Uh, really cool documentary. And then, for all you point-and-click adventure fans out there, a new Sierra... Well, not a new... An old Sierra point-and-click adventure game has now finally been released on GOG, and that is Freddy Farkas, Frontier Pharmacist. Round of applause? I'm not sure. Can you tell us more? I don't know why I would be clapping right now. Uh, that's all I know about it. Okay, <laughs> good. Then I'm not clapping. Moving on. 
I think it's supposed to be pretty good. I remember this game when it came out. I never played it. But um, apparently, you play a uh, like a pharmacist in the Old West. And it's humorous, as the Seer games tended to be. And now it's out on GOG. Which one of you guys is going to play it? Blake. Um, no. <laughs> I will play this hopefully soon, because I... Uh... Like point-and-click adventures? Yes, because I like point-and-click adventures. <laughs> and... Like I said, this is I remember when this came out, but I never got a chance to play it. So this is one of uh, a number of Sierra point and clicks that I need to catch up on. It's six dollars on GOG. What do you have to lose? Apparently six dollars. Six dollars, exactly. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> seeing if there's any brief synopsis I can give. The year is 1888, the setting post-Gold Rush, California. As Freddie Farkas, frontier pharmacist, you uncover a treacherous plot to turn your once-thriving metropolis into a ghost town. Okay, there you go. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. This episode, this is a disaster. Oh, sorry, I, I can't really say anything about this. I don't really know anything about this. I'm not a huge You know what you can person. say? You can go, hmm. That's what I've been doing, but I'm running out of the hmms. <laughs> Not reloading it. Can't tell me what to do. You'd be like, oh, you know what that reminds me of? Segway. That doesn't say that doesn't remind me of anything. That's the problem. What was what was the most interesting uh, pharmacy experience you've ever had? The one that was made by uh, Bullfrog. What's it called? Oh man. What? The theme hospital. Oh, actually, that's a, that's a good answer. You see, there you that go. That reminds me of Theme Hospital. What a great game that was! It was amazing. That's pretty good. Very good. It's very fun. Well, I got nothing else. So why don't we move on to video games before this podcast implodes on itself? Hey, K- uh, who? Um, hmm? Sorry, Blake. Do you have anything of note before we go on to games? I didn't. Th- <laughs> he just quit the. Jesus. He just quit the podcast. <laughs> we, well, on that note, he's just gone. Well, we enjoyed having Blake. We're sorry that he's not with Dead the podcast again. anymore. <laughs> I think we killed him. The- Let's see if we can salvage the rest of this episode. Sure. Oh my! Fu- sorry, I was. My girlfriend got home and I was talking to her. Um, oh, no, I don't have anything to add. Okay. I, not a fucking thing. All right. Well, let's talk I about. I had my mic muted for a second. That's. And I, was, I thought I unmuted it, and you guys were like, "He's dead." I do that all I the time. I do that all the time. <laughs> I responded, and I was just like, "My response didn't sound that angry." Are you there? Are you there? <laughs> I'm fucking here. Oh, my mic is muted. Sorry, guys. I did it all the time. All right, let's let's move on. Let's try to make something to this. Games. Who wants to talk about theirs? Um, I don't have a whole lot to talk about. Mine are repeats of stuff I've talked about recently. I've been doing oh, some more late to the oh, great. randomizer. Ra- oh, good, <laughs> yeah. Christ. It's okay, we have like six emails this time. Um, I've been playing more Link to the Past randomizer. It's been fun. I had a race yesterday where I took second both times out of four people. And I'm upset because I should have done better in the races. So I want to run back against the guy that beat me both times. And I want that soon. Uh, it's It's very fun. There's a new version of the randomizer out, which seems to be a much more interesting way of doing it because it feels like there's a lot more 
uh, potential for backtracking, like going into a dungeon and making some progress and then getting an item in there that you need for another dungeon, that kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of fun. Um, yeah, Link to the Past Randomizer is cool. great. And I got a new PB, a new personal best on Valkyrie profile. Oh, shit. Uh, I cut my one hour, 25 minute time down to an hour and five minutes. And I'm really hoping I can get oh, that damn. under an hour pretty soon. What's like a like the par for that speed run? Um, I mean that puts me at like the sixth best time or something like that. Damn, what the one oh five does? Yeah. Holy shit. Um, the world record is like fifty two minutes. Okay. And wow. if I can, I think if I can get around fifty five minutes, I'll be here. I'll pull it up really quick. Um, Keep that up. If you... I get like if I get under an hour, that'll put me at god damn it. Um, that'll put me at uh. Potentially third place for the record right now. Uh, world record is 50 minutes, 12 seconds. Second place oh. is 53 minutes. Third place is 59 minutes. Fourth is an hour and four minutes. And fifth place is an hour and six minutes. So technically, I have fifth place right now. Damn. Yeah. All you got to do is Congratulations. Be That's really cool. Actually. That's pretty cool, yeah. I mean, there's almost well no competition for the game, so... Yeah, but if you... Start in early, keep practicing. You'll definitely keep yourself in. Yeah, the top it's one that I don't know. I I want to get under an hour, and I don't know that I want to do a whole lot beyond that. Because there's just not much to it, really. It's a you very think, very simple you think right now. Speed run. Do you think more people will figure out like almost the meta of it and, and figure out different tactics to? No, I mean it's such time. an old game. There's not much okay. left to learn with it. Gotcha. From what I can tell. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. Is that it for you? Uh, yeah, that's all I've been up to that I can think of. Well, I'll go. I'll, how about I'll go? I'll go in the middle since I have a real game to talk about. And Jay, you said you're just rehashing an old one too, right? No, I, I have I have a good amount to talk about. But yeah. Oh, okay. Fine. Okay. Well, I'll, all right, I'll go. Uh, mine's gonna be fairly short anyway. I played Donkey Kong for Game Boy. Donkey Kong Country. Just Donkey Kong. But it's not like the classic Donkey Kong. It's just called Donkey Kong. Came out for Game Boy in 1994. And uh, you, so you play... It's it's very similar to the old Donkey Kong games, but it's kind of like they took the original Donkey Kong formula and just kind of like elaborated on it uh, a good amount. So as the Donkey Kong series goes, Donkey Kong... Well, the early Donkey Kong games, at least he's stolen the princess and you play as Mario and you're trying to chase him down and save the princess. The way the game is set up, it's not every level like the original Donkey Kong games where he's, you know, at the top throwing stuff at you and you're trying to get to the top. There are levels like that, but most of the levels are sort of like a uh, puzzle platformers uh, with bad guys as well. There will be like some some stage, usually some kind of like elaborate stage, and there's a locked door in one area, and there's a key somewhere else, and you uh, you have to figure out how to get to the key, and pick it up and carry it back to the door, and that's ninety percent of all the levels. They get uh pretty some of them not not all of them but some of them do get pretty tough. Because there will be, like, conveyor belts and, and, like, blocks that you have to smash and bad guys walking around and spike pits and, like, you know, big empty pits and tons of ladders. And you can't, uh, like, climb a ladder while you're carrying the key, so you might have to figure out, like, how to get it up to a place. 
and then you get up there bef- uh, before it disappears. Because if you drop the key for like it's not very long, it's like ten seconds or something like that, then it disappears and goes back to where uh, it originally started at. So that's that's pretty much what those levels are. Is it's them laid out in various ways, and you're trying to figure out first off how to get to the key, and then second how to get it back. Some levels have Donkey Kong Jr. And he he might be like hopping around, pulling switches and stuff, and the switches might like open and shut doors or uh, turn conveyor belts and make them go the opposite way and things like that. And uh, and you know again, it's just the rest of it is just you avoiding the obstacles and trying to figure out how to get you know from this place to that place. And then like there are uh, basically I guess what amounts to boss levels like once every. Th- three or four, I want to say, levels. So maybe it's more like 75% of the levels are like that. Once every, like, three or four levels, then you'll have to do one that's more like one of the traditional Donkey Kong levels where uh, Donkey Kong is on that stage and he's at the top or at the end or something and he's throwing shit at you and you got to figure out how to... uh, Or or you just got to get up to where he is and get on that same platform where, uh, where he is. Without getting hit by, you know, whatever shit is trying to come down and hit you. And then there are a handful also where you have to, where he, he might be throwing barrels and then like they land at the bottom and you got to pick them up and go up and throw them back at him and hit him with a few of those barrels. And so that's pretty much how those levels go. Uh, some of the levels do get pretty tough and there are a bunch of levels. Like there are probably about a hundred levels in this game. So it's not like a game that you can just like, you know, play a couple hours and you finish the whole thing. You can pick up and it is pretty, it is very easy, I'd say, to pick up and play in short bursts. Because, you know, any given level, like, you know, like, might take anywhere from two to ten minutes. Like, the the tougher levels might take like ten minutes to figure out, easy ones too. And then, of course, there's everything everywhere, uh, anywhere in between that. But... Uh, one really cool thing was, is the sounds and like, or the sounds and the, and the sound effects, they're pretty much copied from the original Donkey Kong game. So like when you're Mario and you're walking around, his feet do that. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm talking about? You know that, you know yeah. that sound effect? And yeah. when you, when you, uh, when you get the, ha- there's not that you can get the hammer and it doesn't have it on many stages, but there are a few stages where it has a hammer and it does the, Oh, and, it, <laughs> and it does the same That's jump. Funny. Yeah, it does the same jump noise. And there are these little uh, items that you can get in each stage. And if you catch all, if you get all three of them, it uh, it like give you can like get extra lives at the end of the stage. And they make the same. I don't remember what the noise. Uh, I think it's like when you pick up like a little fruit or something like that. Aren't there little things that you, that you can pick up on Donkey Kong Junior that give you extra points? Like, Oof, um, like I don't little, remember actually. There's like an umbrella and a lock, or something like that, and something else. And I feel like the the sound effects just for picking those up were the same as I, I swear I'd heard them somewhere before. I want to say Donkey Kong Junior. But uh, regardless, it's all it uses like all of the same sound effects, and so it's it it's kind of got this. I don't know something about that. I really I really really enjoy hearing the classic sound effects and kind of like this new take on the on the Donkey Kong games. And it and it does like the same music on the levels where you play don't uh, where you like have to play against Donkey Kong. It does the and at the very end, uh, 
the very last thing you have to do is is beat like a gigantic version of Donkey Kong, and uh, you like you think you've beaten the game because uh, like it doesn't show another level. It shows you at the last level. It's got kind of like a basically a mini boss version of Donkey Kong. But then after you beat him, then it takes you one more level, and you have to fight gigantic Donkey Kong. He's like the size of King Kong. And uh, when he and he like comes out of the it, like shows him his head like coming out of the ground behind you and it does like a really like like metal almost version of that it goes like don 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 really <laughs> yeah that's so weird yeah I, I'm probably overdoing it a little bit but uh, it, it does like a more intensified version of that same song uh, that same little little theme intro so that was really cool too. Uh, that's pretty much all there is to say about it. It's uh, I had a, I had a lot of fun with it. Uh, I wouldn't say it really got old. It's not something that I could just sit there and play straight through by any means. Like you don't, you know, it's got like you can play it for like thirty minutes at a time before it starts to get a little bit boring. But every time you go back to it, then it's always still interesting because none of the levels are like yeah. crazy easy. They're all none of them are crazy hard either. I feel like it had just the right difficulty. I feel like I have that way about like most arcade games that I enjoy like that where I can like play them for like when we did the Tetris thing I would play Tetris for like 30 minutes and then I'd get frustrated and then I'd go back and play again like you know maybe the next day or later in the day or whatever uh-huh. so I don't know exactly what you mean you kind of feel motivated you're like oh I want to do better I want to do better I want to do better yeah yeah so I completely understand that yeah it's kind of like that that's all I got Jay what have you been, what, did, what did you play um so as you could probably guess by the link i sent you a few minutes ago so the first thing i did um is after my atrocious playthrough of populous quote-unquote 2 um i wanted to redeem that game in my mind so i wanted to play populous at the beginning but i've played populous at the beginning so much and i've talked about the podcast before i went to go see if people created um sort of an expansion of map packs or if anybody did anything to create sort of an extended uh extended levels for it in actuality Bullfrog did, and I didn't actually, you know, I, I talked about it briefly before, but I didn't realize that it was actually Bullfrog who, who, who released it. Um, so Populous, I talked about last time, um, Populous Beginnings is the one that I like. Um, it's, it's considered Populous 3 is what, I, what I've found. It's just kind of, you know, look around uh, on the internet. Um, and they made, <coughs> excuse me, um, they made sort of an expansion with extra maps called Undiscovered Worlds, which is uh, 12 new single-player maps. The actual uh, single-player for the original Populous, the beginning was, I believe, like 25-ish levels. I think there's a couple extra levels you could do. And so they added 12, 12 new levels. And I was like, oh, cool, you know, just some more levels, and I'll get to try out some, you know, I'll get to try out some new stuff. I'll get to see... Um, I was kind of curious, because as you progress through the game, one of the things you do is you, you're... Uh, acquiring spells. So throughout the game, you you at the very first levels, you only have like one or two spells, and then throughout the throughout the rest of the series, you collect spells from these uh, different shrines, and then you ultimately will unlock all the spells. Well, in this one, they did something a little bit different. They gave you set spells for the level that made it either interesting or difficult. So they would give you certain spells that would that would uh, benefit you specifically on the level, or they would actually restrict that spell. And it was kind of interesting. I was like, oh, so if, if I was looking at certain levels, um, there's like for, for instance, one of the early on levels, there's a, a really good expansion area that is right next to your base, but you don't have the ability to build land, like to pull land out of the ocean. So I was like, oh, okay, so I, I have to fight my way through to get to the other side, and then I can expand there. I can't just you know create land and then go over there. So they, they sort of add restrictions to make it a little bit more difficult. Also, they made the AI 
quite a bit smarter. Uh, not really with the micro of the units, because there's not too much micro in, in terms of the combat, um, excluding the shamans. So the shamans in the uh, first one, the populace at the beginning, the uh, opponent shaman was usually pretty darn stupid, and she would come within range of you, and you would just annihilate her. Well, in this one, I noticed she will stand on the very, very edge of using spells and wait for you to move into her range and then kill you. <laughs> And she'll actually use high ground advantage because one of the things in populace that exists is if you're in a high ground position, your spells get uh, increased in range. So if you're standing on top of a hill and I'm walking towards the hill, well, guess what? You can hit me probably three or four seconds before I can hit you. So they would actually strategically do that. I was like, oh, this is actually pretty cool. Um, so I played through about eight of the levels. They were really fun. A couple of them I actually got stuck on for a little while, which I was really impressed because not many of the levels of the original uh, campaign did I do I really have issues anymore. Um, there wasn't I didn't run into too many differences other than that. Uh, they definitely did better map um, layout. Uh, in the original one, a lot of the levels were very similar in the shape of the land and the layout. But in this oh, one, geez. there was some pretty drastic differences, and they used much more of the uh, surface area of the globe. Oh, okay. In some of the some of the other levels in the first one, uh, you would you know be fighting on this little island with you know one other person, and then you can like zoom around the entire world. And there's all this ocean space, and it's like okay, that's really kind of a waste of space. Um, so that was really fun. I really enjoyed playing through that, and it redeemed Populous in my mind or the whole series. I don't the other ones obviously don't exist anymore, and I will never talk about those ever again. <laughs> Uh, so the other game I played, um, so after I recently played Mario Party, I talked to some people, I was telling people, oh, yeah, play Mario Party again. Everybody's like, oh, you know, I want to come play with you, you know, blah, 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 blah. And everybody's like, yeah, but you got to play Mario Party 2 again. And I'm like, ah, you know, is it really that good? And they're like, no, no, it's by far the best one. Okay, so on the, the um, Nintendo store, you can buy it. It was like 10 bucks. And I had had some people come over for like maybe like a week ago now. And we were like, okay, so and everybody's like, let's play Mario Party 2, let's play Mario 2. So I bought it, and we played it, and it is exceptionally good. It's way oh, nice. better than the one that I played last time. It It's just an all-around, really, really fun game. Um, so there, it, it's much more ref uh, limited in terms of like the technology aspects of it, which is actually not a bad thing. So when they, so Mario Party 8, they added a lot of features uh, throughout the series that are nice, but it's not really required for the game to be good or fun. They're just kind of like little things you Sorry, a little quality of life adjustments. Nothing, nothing too major. This one was incredibly good. So, the one of the differences is the maps are all have very unique styles to them, and they they have different elements to them that make them um, very unique. We played on three different maps, and all three of them were fun for their own reasons, in terms of sort of the uh, chance spaces that activate different things on the map. Um, each of the maps had different strategies that were involved in terms of in terms of itemization. Um, which was really, really interesting. And then the... <laughs> Sorry. Uh, and then the minigames were substantially better. Uh, we played probably 80% of the minigames that are available in the game across three different maps that we played. And only like one or two of them were really frustrating and they were RPG or they were RNG-based. Uh, there were so many good minigames that we were, we were playing through and they were so fun. And we were like, at times we were actually standing up playing because it was, it was so intense and just very competitive. And it, it was it was a really, really close game. We played, um, well, the first game we played, we played with four people and it was just stupid fun. And then the second game we played with three people and a, and a, a super hard Mario bot, which if anybody knows, Mario will always win no matter what. He'll just randomly hit stars. And that's essentially, that's essentially what happened. Mm -hmm. um, but 
the actual AI that Mario was playing was was actually pretty challenging. And apparently, there's oh, a really? harder uh, bot setting that you can get for the game. Is what uh, somebody was telling me. Um, and then the third game we played, we played with the bot as well, and we smashed it. It wasn't Mario, so it was a little bit easier. Um, but the it was for uh, this is for Nintendo 64, by the way. This came out in '99. Um, but I, I I rented this game a handful of times, and I really enjoyed it at the time. Um, but it is definitely one of the better ones of the Mario Party series. I'll probably pick up some of the other ones uh, over the course of the next year or so, just because everybody really enjoys playing Mario Party. And it's like, oh, hey, anytime I bring it up, people are like, we got to hang out. <laughs> uh, but this one was is definitely better than 8. If anybody's thinking about going back and playing another Mario Party game, this is the one to do. It is really, really fun. I don't know if it's easy to find a copy of it, but again, it's on the Nintendo Store. I think it was like 10 bucks. Yeah. Uh, it's like 10 bucks on the Nintendo store and it's just super duper fun what characters does it have just the regulars it's actually very limited I think it has like 6 or 8 I could go into more details uh, of the game um, there isn't as many cool characters like in the other one it had you had uh, uh, dry bones you had like boo and stuff this oh, one man. had you know Peach, Mario, Yoshi um, Luigi, I'm trying to think who else. Oh, Mario, Luigi, Princess Peach, Yoshi, Wario, Donkey Kong. Uh, those are the, the characters you can play what as. Toad? No, it doesn't look to be this one. Huh. Six playable characters. Yeah, there's only six in this one. I was actually surprised. Wario over over Toad. That surprises me. Actually, you're you're right. It's a good call. Maybe well, they're maybe, trying to push Wario at the time. Maybe because Toad is like like the referee or whatever. He is on certain maps. So one of the maps is hosted by Donkey Kong. Um, what, so there's like there's a handful. Uh, each character has not each character that you play as, but uh, each of the characters has their own individual maps. Bless you. Uh, apparently, there's 65 mini games, and I, I played majority of them, and we played a lot of them, like re- repeats, and they were super duper fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very fun game. So you ha- want to play sometime? Well, next time you're in town. We'll play yeah, some, next time. Some I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm. I am coming. In, uh, I think March. No, not March. May. I think April or May. Okay. Uh, wow! <laughs> hey, listen. This Gamespot said the game is mu- has much more replay value than the previous games, or some, than the other titles, and the mini games are much less annoying. It's interesting. Do you agree with that? Absolutely. This is. I've played a lot of the the newer ones um, over the course of the last, you know, ten years or so. I guess it would be, uh-huh. and this one definitely holds up pretty darn well because these games aren't really graphically they don't require good graphics right you know the maps the maps are very cartoony and you know they're they're jesus christ <laughs> uh the maps are very cartoony the sound effects still stick uh you know it's not like, like i said there's not like a bunch of technology advancements that they've done over the course of time and it, it feels like they got pretty lazy with some of the mini games in later ones do you Reviews this game are actually really good holy shit do you do you feel there's less like bullshit stupid stuff in this one yeah my, as long as you don't put mario as a bot in your game yeah it, okay all right okay. like i said there's only a handful of mini games that we really ran into that were just like oh geez this is just a you know coin flip or whatever uh-huh. and there are still map elements that can give you a massive advantage and you know that does happen from time to time but sure. primarily your strategy is, is based around using items at the right time um and and you know what's funny even when mario did smash us he had the highest uh mini game uh percentage uh, winning winning had the highest uh, percentage of win- uh, of minigame wins. And so he had the most money, which gave him just a huge advantage over everyone because he could continuously buy items. <laughs> um, he wasn't affected when there was global... Uh, there's, there's certain effects that happen that affect everyone globally and take away coins. So he had so many coins that these things really didn't affect him at all. So, Okay. 
Yeah, it was a very fun game. Sounds good. Uh, do you, real quick, do you, which uh, how many were there on Nintendo sixty four? Obviously, one and two. Were there any others? Oh, good question. Do you know how far they went? So let's see. I'll just kind of do this. I think one through three were on there. Okay. I think he's right as well. Mario Party three. Let's see. Sixty four. I don't. Man. Uh, GameCube was four. Yeah. Okay. I played that. I think I own that one actually. Mario Party four. So yeah, I think I'm actually going to play through quite a few of these over the next course of time and just kind of give them a try. Yeah. I like to. I'd like to hear how how like all of them stack up against each other. Yeah, I think the the other Nintendo one or the sorry the other Nintendo the other uh, N64 one will be pretty good. I'd imagine, but we'll see. We'll see next time. We'll on, see. On the classic boys, gaming podcast. On the classic gaming podcast. With starring Robert Ring. <laughs> sorry, Robert Ring. So generous Thanks, of you. Corey. Uh, all right, let's go on to top threes then. Top three. Hey, um, I want to ask you before we go into this. So, actually, you want to, you can say that what it is first. Okay. Uh, this was this suggestion was sent into by our friend Alex from SNES Drunk. He sent an email that said it was funny because I was like. Oh crap, guys! We didn't uh, pick a top three for this episode. And then, like we were talking, like me and Bl- I think Blake were talking about it on Skype in our uh, chat for the show. And then, like I was checking our email at that time, and then I saw this email from Alex. He says, "Pick three video game characters from any game to be okay." Look, I'm going to say this slowly because I-, I was paying attention to the wording here in my in the way I picked mine. So, pick three video game characters from any game. To be in your party in an RPG quest to save the world. So I said, I, I listened to everything except the last couple words there. I said, fuck that. So just, just as a heads up. <laughs> uh, also, it's, it's, it's three characters. It's not three parties. I, I, this morning right. I was like, oh, maybe it's three parties. Oh, shit. No. Nah. Like, I can't come up with that. <laughs> By the way, this, this is an amazing idea, but I also hate you, Alex, because this is the most stressful top three I've ever done. <laughs> I was, I've been trying and trying and trying to come up with something good and... It, it, I think three parties would be another great one to do sometime. That would be oh, fun. Man. Yeah. Um, I'll, he he sent in his. I'll save them for after. So how do we want to do this? Do we want to just go character by character? Do we want to just discuss our party? Did you guys look at this from the perspective of an entire party, or did you just look at this from three badass characters? I did it or, from an entire party, game. specifically <laughs> in an RPG I, game. Uh, Mine is kind of like um, badass characters with a theme between them, and I feel I feel like we should just throw all three out at once. I think so too. All right, I, I'm actually completely fine with that because otherwise it's like, oh, Blake picked this, and then it's like Jay, and then Robert, and then it's like, oh, Blake picked this. Why did he pick that? Oh, they he set up with this first one. <laughs> right, right. So. Yeah, good idea. All right, Blake, how about you start us off? All right, this I like. I'm very I, excited. I seriously have another like dozen people, <laughs> and I decided to go just for a way to make this list doable for me. I was like, all right, I got to pick up like a dumb meme idea to run with, <laughs> and so my team is three silent protagonists: Link, <laughs> Chrono, and Oh Nick. my god! Oh, that's I good. almost did something like this. Oh, that's that's really, so really good. That's, that's really good. It's I. <laughs> I'm sorry, I heard Link, Ness, Chrono, and Ness. Chrono, oh, that's good. I like it. That's pretty good. It, That's like, really there's good. a bunch of other ones. There's Dragon, the hero from Dragon Quest Eight. There's Ryu from any of the Breath of Fires. Uh, there's Gordon Freeman. So many other characters that I don't even have on my list. Uh, Bowie from Shining Force Two, another one. Uh, but yeah, 
if I had to pick three, I guess I'm going to go with Link, Chrono, and Ness. Uh, they're all from great games. Uh, they'd all have somewhat similar play styles at, at, at like a immediate thought, but Ness could be much more magic-based. Link could have a lot of tools. Chrono would be kind of like the faster character. Uh, I think it would, it would be a lot of fun. This uh, is my no, hard part. I was trying to come up with the leader of the party. I was kind of thinking maybe you could have it be like... Um, what some of the, for example, what some of the Dynasty Warriors games did later, I think. Uh, I know they did it with one of the Warriors Orochi games as well, where you have multiple characters, and there's other games that do this as well, but you have multiple characters, but only one is active at any one time, and then you can like swap okay, over to the I other characters. That. Uh, that could be pretty sweet. What about Kamari? Uh, no, he's not silent. <laughs> he, he talks also, though. No, I, was, I, was, I didn't mean that. I was just joking. Okay. Uh, okay, that was cool. That was a good one. Mine... So I took this... So the first character that came to mind was Solid Snake. I was like... He's, of course. He was of like, course. I was literally like, here it comes. Well, but he didn't make my final cut because... Oh, really? Because I'm going back to the wording here. An RPG quest to save the world. He would not be good in an RPG. He's good at like sneaking around and saving the world, but not like playing... RPG style to say you can have stealth mechanics in an RPG type setting that would not be he would I think you could make it work honestly he would vanish for a turn he'd have rations to heal people he'd have big damage from things like escape combat yeah it's things like uh the stinger missiles Nikita missiles yeah I think you could easily make I don't think this is reach a reach at all I think yeah I could totally see his skill set I can't believe believe you're hesitating on this I'm not saying it couldn't I'm not saying it couldn't work I'm saying I don't know if he's yeah all right all right here (laughs) before you finish your answer liquid snake solid snake and liquid snake okay yeah except can we except the world Except, can we change? Can we trade? Or Solidus, not Liquidus, sorry. Liquidus Liquidus actually sounds like a cool name. Okay, but we're we're, going to trade Liquid for Ocelot. Um, I mean, I just liked it being the three snakes. Yeah, but Ocelot's... I mean, I think that would be an interesting party. If we're going that route, like, we could have Solid, Raiden, Ocelot, or Solid, Liquid, Ocelot. You have an Ocelot? I like Solid, Raiden, Ocelot, or Solid, Psychomantis, Ocelot. Oh, God. (laughs) As soon as you mentioned Metal Gear Solid, I was like, oh, you could have, like, a team of three of the main villains from any individual uh, Metal Gear game. Like, uh, Sniper Wolf, Vulcan Raven, Ocelot. Si- like Sniper Wolf, Vulcan Raven, Psychomantis, etc., etc. Anyway, cool ideas. Which one did you go with? So I went. I ended up going with. I was. I ch- changed my thought process to to come up not necessarily with uh, RPG characters, but a more traditional RPG uh, composition. So I'm gonna start off with this one's kind of boring, but I was like, well, if I'm trying to save the world. This is probably one of the people that I would most want on my team, Yuna, because she's a healer, but she's also a uh, a summoner. So she can summon these big ass, you know, summons to kick some ass, but then she can also heal you if you need to be healed. So I was like, we need a healer and she can also, she also has a summon. So that's a good, so that's, that's, that's a, that's a solid, that's a powerful character to have on your team. My favorite part I, I was of this so far, oh, my favorite part is... She can summon these big ass uh, 
uh, what do you call them? Those, uh, those big summons. ass uh, uh, summons. Yeah. <laughs> and then number two, I'm like, all right. So now we got the uh, the support down. What are we gonna do? Who are we gonna have for our damage dealer? Uh, I'm gonna go with Donkey Donkey Kong. Oh my god! God Jesus! <laughs> What's wrong what with that? Goofy. Goofy. <laughs> he's not. What about Goofy? Much as I love Goofy. He's not really all that effective in uh, Kingdom Hearts. Uh, that's no. because that game has the worst AI ally. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. Donald, he's not as bad as Donald, but uh, he's not very good either. Yeah. Nowhere near as cool as Donkey Kong. Uh, <laughs> so, Donkey Kong was going to be like my damage dealer. He's going to—he's not so much a—he's like kind of a little bit of a tank. I was thinking about having Bowser as like a hardcore tank, but I was like, well, no, we got a healer, so. He doesn't have to have like a fucking shell and spikes and stuff. He just needs to deal damage. So I'm going with Donkey Kong. And then for my ranged character, I'm going to go with Kerrigan from Starcraft. Oh my God. That's funny. I was thinking about implementing her, but I couldn't, I couldn't make her work. Well, you, you are bold. I was very, I was much more like restrained on my decisions than you are. Oh yeah. I was too. I mean, that's why I had to go with the dumb meme idea of silent protagonist team. Right. Right. Who's going to be on it. I, uh, like I said, I thought about, I went back and forth between Bowser and Donkey Kong, but then I decided I don't need a super strong tank. And I also thought about for the ranged character, instead of Kerrigan, maybe Fox McCloud, and he could have like his, like his jet as well. But now I was like, nah, Kerrigan, Kerrigan's That's overpowered cool. as fuck. Well, I mean, if your game was going to have an airship, that would be a convenient excuse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, right. No, but I would, yeah, that Kerrigan would be super overpowered. When you said Kerrigan is your range character, I was like, wait, what the hell? Like, Kerrigan? Like, I guess. And I was like, oh, he means in human form. Yeah, yeah, sorry, human Kerrigan. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that's an important distinction there. <laughs> human Very Kerrigan with a sniper rifle and red hair. Oh, yeah, that's right, she does have red hair, that's funny. Yeah, don't you remember the CG scenes, dude? It's been a while, because, I mean, I've only seen her as her Zerg form for the past, you know, five Decade years now. Decade and a half. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. All right, uh, Are Jay. you all done? Yeah, yeah. So my top three, I said I wanted to create a party, and I said, fuck the last line of trying to save the world. Let's uh, <laughs> let's take some cool villains and have them destroy the world. Okay. I thought about just... some interesting villain teams, too. It's a cool idea. Yeah, so I, I think you'll really appreciate this. Honestly. Yeah, Ocelot, you, uh, Psycho Mantis. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Anyways, so I wanted to pick three crazy villains, like people who are actually insane. Psycho Mantis. So number three. No, number three. Seymour from Final Fantasy X. Okay. Gets better. Okay. okay. Seymour. That's good. Seymour's all right. Number two, Kefka. I, I, thought, I was about to say. Is that, is Dude, I, I found some really funny Kefka memes, by the way. I'm going to start sending you Kefka memes randomly. <laughs> I have a folder now. People, people do some really funny memes with that. I didn't realize that. That's I was, funny. I was like searching around. I'm like, who's a crazy fucking villain? And number <laughs> one, who I would kill to play a game uh, with Hojo from Final Fantasy VII. I would kill to huh. play an RPG. I don't remember who that is. Oh, come He's a scientist. on. He's a crazy oh, okay, scientist okay. Oh, that creates, yeah, okay, all, yeah. he creates all the versions of Genova. Like, dude, can you imagine playing an RPG with three of them? Or at least, I, don't know, I just feel like it'd be really, really fun to play some crazy-ass villains and just have them, like, take on the world. And you'd ul- probably ultimately come down to fighting each of the main parties from their respective games at some point or another. Yeah. That could be pretty cool. Yeah, there's lots of villain combinations that I was like, oh, that could be fun. Yeah, I was, really, I was like, man, what would be a really sick villain combination? 
like Golbez and X Death because they look almost the exact same <laughs> damn thing. Uh, uh, and it was just like X Death going around wanting to destroy everything. Uh, could be fun if you could find the right things to work with. That. It was fun. I was like, I need to find three villains who want to destroy the world. Okay, that's all villains. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, you could do a combination of like, uh, especially X Death and Kefka. I think could work really well off of each other because X Death is like, I want the void to consume everything, and then he meets Kefka, and he he could be like, this dude's fucking nuts. Yeah, I was gonna say, I thought I was crazy. Look yeah. at this guy. Same with like uh, Kuja and Kefka. I feel like yeah, those dude, two I, are Kuja was on my list. Kuja yeah. was on my list. Yeah. I feel like Kuja and Kefka would be a little too similar though, too. That is true. A little bit redundant. Yeah. I feel I like just, Kuja takes a lot of influences. Um, God. Uh, Bowie from Shining Force 2, the hero from Dragon Quest 8, Ryu from Breath of Fire was way up there for me. For If we were doing parties, I had another idea of maybe not an, so much of an RPG. You could do it like an RPG, but I think it would be better uh, at, like in a different way. But uh, Gordon Freeman and Doom Guy. Oh, God. Oh, nice. I like Doom Guy. Solid. Um, and then I was trying to work on some other stuff. I had Yuri from Tales of Asperia and Locke. I think they could work off of <laughs> each other really well. And I was trying to think of some other people to put on the team with them, but I hadn't run into anything yet. Are there other good, like, FPS uh, silent protagonists? Oh, or... I didn't even go for... That's I didn't even think question. about FPS, actually. I thought about a bunch of different types. Um... I can't think of any good... Of any, of any of that both parts of that description. Silent and yeah. good. It's really Doom Guy and Gordon Freeman. That's pretty much it. I feel like. Yeah. Uh, and then I was thinking like uh, the Mario mashup teams. Like you could have Mario Link. Or yeah, there's so teams. many of those. Yeah. Mario Link and um, I don't know who else. I specifically try to stay away from from Mario characters. It's, there's just yeah. so many good combinations, and they've done a lot yeah. of them throughout the years too. Yeah. Exactly. Um, some of the dude, I was I was really trying to find something that I could do with WeGraph from Final Fantasy Tactics. I'm like obsessed. With mm, I think it's so yeah. fascinating. <laughs> I feel like you could easily create an RPG around him, like him and I his think, sister. Like if you you could have an RPG, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What I was gonna say, you could have him an RPG from like before Final Fantasy Tactics starts. Uh, yeah, exactly. The, uh, what was it? Fifty Year War. Yeah, uh, 50, I think okay. I believe so. And there's also Delita from Final Fantasy Tactics. I think would be really interesting to see where he was all that time. Like you yeah. know, you get kind of a, a quick snap of what happened. Delita, um, and- uh, Barmafila, or whatever her name is, and uh, Ovelia as a team. Yeah. Oh yeah, that actually be really all freaking Holy Knights boys. Um, and then there's the emo team: Pain, Squall, and Vincent. Oh God. Touch <laughs> uh, your wrist. Touch your eyes, boys. <laughs> terrible. <sighs> I was trying to come up with something that was uh, space-driven, and I was like, man, what would be interesting? I was like, maybe, like, Fox, Olimar, and Samus. Like, Fox basically oh, yeah. drives drives the vehicle around the, the, the solar system, and Olimar and Samus go to the planet. Samus goes into the ground, like, pulls out stuff, and then Olimar uses the Pikmin to, to transport it back to the ship. I was, like, <laughs> running with some That's kind of That's really good. Like I that. like that. I was like, I was like running with that. I'm like, man, that'd be kind of fun. But then I was like, ah, Samus is too cool to be with Olimar. Like, Olimar's cool, but Samus is just on another fucking level. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's all the uh, honorable mentions I had. Um, God, that made me think of something else a minute ago, and now I lost it. <laughs> so forget it. I, I guess I, it's gone. All right, I've got an idea. Tell me if you guys think this is a good one. What if we did? Uh, and they have to oh. be. They have to be like what? 
Um, Final Fantasy X prequel with Jacked, Aaron, and Braska. Oh yeah, God! Oh, yeah. Yeah. I would I would play that like right now. <laughs> yeah, that would be day one. Please. Easy. What if we did? I would check off work for that. <laughs> what if we did like, and they had to be like main characters of a game, like the main hero or something of any game. Uh, the same the same thing, an RPG party, but like the most worthless RPG party that you can think of using main characters for video games. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you um, you what about uh, um, top three characters we want to see in Smash? Did we do that before? I don't know. I feel if... like that's too good of an idea for us to miss. I, we have not done I don't that. know that we have. No. That's a good one. But I don't yeah. know, like... I, like all, I feel like all I'm going to be able to think of is characters that are in... Super Smash. That's that's not the idea, though. Just <laughs> so find characters that that's, aren't that's, in. That's that's my point. Top three favorite characters that are already in Smash. <laughs> it's not the list. Five characters you would add from the current list of Super Smash Brothers characters to Super Smash Brothers. Yeah, I'd actually, you know, if we wanted to expand it to five uh, for characters oh, no, that aren't in there. Well, no, yeah, but I mean, yeah, I, I would do that. Five. I could definitely do that. Easy. Okay, all right. So, Smash Super Smash Brothers characters that aren't in Super Smash Brothers yet, but we think it'd be cool if they were. Absolutely. Yeah. Do I they need? To, okay, well, we, let's set some guidelines here. Are there any types of characters that we are not allowed to choose? Like, can we pick Star Wars characters if we wanted to? Um, video oh, game what's characters. Like, uh, so if it's a Star Wars character that's been in a video game, then it's fair game. They, they've added some pretty ridiculous characters recently, haven't they? Haven't they added characters that are completely off the fucking chain? Not, I wouldn't say off the chain, but I mean, they've got a pretty wide I mean, variety. they added Bayonetta, they added Cloud, they have Mega Man, they've got all sorts of stuff in there. So I don't feel like, uh, I don't feel like a Star Wars character would be, like, out of the realm of believability. Yeah. I, I think that would be fine. Ooh, I've already I got personally okay. don't think I'd have a Star Wars characters on my list. Yeah, I don't know if I will for sure. I'm just trying to figure out if they'd be... Uh, I, I think that's legal. I okay. don't see why it wouldn't be. Alright, I'm going to type this in our chat so we don't forget. Uh, top three non-Super Smash Brothers characters that you think would be sweet. Wow, you can read and type at the same time? Super get out of here. Game. hate you. Uh... All right, so send us in yours, mail at classicgamingpodcast.com. Let's hear what... Uh, Do what you want. What Alex said were his three picks. Where the fuck is my email? Here we go. Alex says, my picks. Gato from Chrono Trigger. Oh, my God. <laughs> I had so many Chrono Trigger characters on my head. I was like, ah. Macho Man Randy Savage from <laughs> WWF Royal <laughs> Rumble. <laughs> Funny. And Bo Jackson from Super Tecmo Super Bowl. Oh my Dude. god. <laughs> Dude, Bo Jackson was the was the hero. He yeah. got injured it all the time. <laughs> that guy got injured uh, way too much. That's a pretty Dude, good Tecmo Super Bowl is such a fun pretty game. good list, huh? Tecmo Super Bowl is such a fun game. I love that game. Uh, we did get a list for uh, aside from his actual email, we got a list from Chase the Night Cleaner. He says, once this top three went live, I had to jump in. Alex, this is a brilliant pick. Sorry for the double dip email. Number three, uh, Luca from Chrono Trigger. He says, is that how you pronounce it? Is it Luca? 
I think so. He says, young, inventive, and brilliant, a user of machinery and fire magic, and an experienced time traveler. This girl has it all. If there is an apocalypse event happening somewhere, you couldn't ask for a better supporting character. I like the logic on that. Number two, Mega Man X from Mega Man X. I think this heroic blue bomber would make a smooth transition uh, from side-scrolling run-and-gun RPG from 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 side scrolling run and gun to RPG and his upgrading abilities could make for some fun spins on leveling mechanism on leveling mechanics and customization. Number 1 future trunks from any Dragon Ball game. <laughs> God. <laughs> it's cheating a little but uh Namco, I think he means Namco has been making Dragon Ball games forever. And with Dragon Ball Super doing a great job of revitalizing my love of the show and its many old games, I couldn't help myself. Wow, a lot of people are saying that. I'm so, like, jaded by looking at it. I, I might skip it a try this weekend. The, it's not bad. Don't go into it expecting, like, the most bestest sequel to okay. Dragon Ball Z. It's <laughs> good sometimes. It's watchable a lot of the rest. I'm actually really excited for the arc that they just started. Uh, it sounds like it's going to be pretty cool. And the art... Looks like they've upgraded it in this season, because the art in the last few seasons, up until like like episode seventy, was really shitty, like really really <laughs> shitty. It looked bad, and the art in the first episode of this new arc, uh, like I was impressed. It looks pretty nice, wow. and I just hope that they keep that up. I hope it doesn't go away once the action starts. Once the action starts, he says. A uh, solid character, not as overbearing as Vegeta or as goofy as Goku. He might have a few hangups working with an android, but that would make for some great in-game drama, right? Oh, he's got a title for his game. Dude, I tried to come up with something clever, and I was like, I, I was going to go for it. I'm like, you know what? Not going to do it. It's too much work. I, I couldn't handle it. <laughs> he would call it Timescape Trigger Super X. What the hell? <laughs> Dude, Tr- Trunks is a, so many people's favorite character. It was just so cool when he was first introduced. Like, that first episode when he came back, and I'd be like, what? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. All right. Uh, time to move on to emails? Time to move on to emails. All right, we got a few emails this time. A few or several? Uh, four. A few is not six. Four outside four. of the ones that I already read. First comes in from Mike Badzilla. He says, hey, Robert Blay and Jake. God damn it. Just wanted to uh, say thank you for so many awesome episodes. I genuinely enjoy listening to your opinions on games, even though I may, even though I may not always agree with them. Speaking of which... Since you guys just love Secret of Evermore over Secret of Mana. I was just thinking about that today. Holy shit. I was just thinking about playing that game again. In parentheses, insane. I have a copy of the Secret of Evermore guidebook that I would like to give one of you. Oh, shit. <gasps> Can I please have that? Whoa. <laughs> We're gonna... I love player's guides. If you don't want it or already have it, that's cool. I'll just torch it as an offering. No! <laughs> Dude, I will literally pay for shipping on that. I will literally pay for shipping on that. Yeah, you can go fuck yourself, Blake. I already already called dibs. Thanks again for saying. 
I was waiting to see what he had to say about it. And because I'm more patient than you, I should get the book. I think uh, this needs to be our Diablo 2 competition. Oh, that I'm going to win. I'm going to fuck your oh, world over, Blake. Oh, shit. <laughs> I have 27 days of PTO, Blake. Enjoy. <laughs> <clears throat> what does that have to do with anything? I'm going to no-life it. Uh, well, I thought we were playing as a group. He's going to practice, <laughs> is what he's saying. I'm going to sacrifice you. <laughs> That's awesome. I love players, guys, man. I love it. I read players, guys, all the time when I'm pooping. Mr. Ben. I thought about doing a thing on my on my stream where I play through some of the older games and I play through it using the old player's guide. Oh, man. Oh, That's pretty good. Yeah. Like, nope, can't go here. The player's guide says I have to go here. Sorry. Nope. <laughs> That's funny. Mike says, thanks again for so many great episodes, and I can't wait to hear your top 50 games of all time list. Oh, man. Coming up in 20 we that? Episode now. 100. All right, so that's close to the end of this year? No, that's in like a year from now. Okay, really? That far? Yeah, because if you think we about stay it, on track, we'll get, we'll, we do about we'll 26 quick. episodes a year. Oh, yeah, right. Okay, yeah. Uh, Mike. I'm thinking once a week. I'm stupid. Just to All right. Me. We will definitely take you up on your offer, as you can tell. We'll figure out who's going to get it. We're going to figure out how to let Blake down. Are we going to do this? Is that what we're doing, Diablo? Or That's we what we're doing, yeah. yeah. All right. What happens if I win? Then we it's beat the shit out of you and take it from you. You're me. not going to win. Let's be real here. You're not going to win. <laughs> no, I'm probably going to be the first one out, I'm sure. If I... All right, we got it. Okay, all right, yeah. That's cool. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't mind not... Uh, I feel like there should be some consequence for I'm the, if I'm the first person to lose, but uh, I'm, I'm cool. I'm <laughs> yeah, cool. I agree. I'm cool with you just... You have to play Kingdom Hearts again. You have to play Kingdom no. Hearts on hard mode 100%. <laughs> all the way through. Just let... Just make 100%. It all right, look. Hey, all right. I think that's bad. If I am the... Well, shit. Hold on. But we're doing it on... Okay, all right. So, we're not... We Are we doing it on the la, on the first... On the person to win or the first person to lose? Like the last person alive or the first person dead? They like both. Yeah, why not both? Well, because person in the middle just okay, okay, get okay. So doesn't get anything. so if I die first, then, then you'll be first. Then you'll be punished. Then I'll do like we'll say that I'll pick up my uh, Kingdom Hearts save and I have to play like two more hours at least or something like that. Oh, and then from there, poor creature. Out of y'all two, my thing aside, my thing doesn't affect y'all. Whichever one of you is the last one standing gets the uh, gets the book. Gets the book. Yeah. Okay, that's good. This is good. Now we now we got some something at stake. Now now I'm excited. Yeah. By the way, are we playing with the expansion? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I would think so. I have no fucking. I I don't have any idea what's even going on with this game. It's been so either, long either, since I, I've played I know it. very little about it. I've never even played the expansion. I have it, but I've never played it. Yeah, I'm gonna start doing research. This is gonna be. This is gonna be. Good. This is gonna be. <laughs> this is gonna be interesting. All right. Thank you very much, Mike. Let's I'm move gonna on. Grab some water. I'll be right back. Okay. Should I keep going? Do I keep going? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Chase, the night cleaner, says Robert Blake J. Thank you as always for this very solid classic gaming podcast and for reading whatever your listeners send your way. Regarding all of you playing games together, if you ever decide to do a contemporary games day, I cannot recommend Ultimate Chicken Horse enough. 
It's a grief game extraordinaire where you design levels for each other and then have to finish them. It has Mario slash Super Meat Boy mechanics and is very easy to play and only scales up as the people you play with become assholes. <laughs> Sometimes building levels can be a bother, but the playthrough is always great as you want to see who can pull it off and how long it takes them. Just a thought if you ever venture into the contemporary games. All right, we'll keep that. We'll keep that one in mind. By this point of your podcast, you have shared so much of yourselves, so why not take a rest and listen to some stupid shit I did? I took the time to figure out how to make my laptop into a MAME machine and start running arcade ROMs. I plan on playing some sick multiplayer arcade games on my TV through HDMI with my brother this weekend. Games on the list for this weekend to play. Some great beat-em-ups. Capcom's Alien vs. Predator will be first up, followed by either X-Men or The Simpsons Arcade. We also want to give Bubble Bobble 2 a shot, as well as a Metal Slug game. If we aren't burnt out after all that, we will likely play some Street Fighter 2 Turbo, the pinnacle of Street Fighter 2 in the arcade. For those of you at home keeping track, that means I can now run Arcade Cabinet, PS1, Game Boy slash Game Boy Color, GBA, and NES games on my computer, and hook it up to my home TV with HDMI, why do I keep buying new games again? Playing old arcade games made me want to uh, made me want to pick up a high end USB arcade stick like they use for pro fighting tournaments, which got me seriously thinking about my question of the day. When it comes to gaming, all right, I think this is question of the day. Sometimes of the, day. the software isn't the only important factor to with play. I guess to play with is what he means. Sometimes. It is as much, sorry, sometimes it is as much what you play, sorry, let me try this again. Sometimes it is as much what, (laughs) just get it right this time. Sometimes it is as much what you play with, so to can't, as much what you play with, what you play with, as well as what you play, and in the, in in the middle, I don't even have the email in front of me, I got that figured out, okay? You want to steal the press night, Blake, just keep reading. (laughs) For example... Soda can shaking game. <laughs> oh my god. So why not share with us what is your favorite game peripheral of all time? Didn't somebody ask us this last time? I feel like we've answered this one before. What's your favorite gaming peripheral of all time and why? Is it a controller you really loved for a specific system, a joystick, or a light gun, or perhaps the mic that came with your Xbox 360 so you could shout at people online? Boom, da, boom. Um, I mean, aside from controllers for me, I got to go with Game Shark. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Oh, that's a good one, Game Genie. No, yeah, Game Shark on PlayStation, because I spent so much time, like, essentially modding Final Fantasy Tactics with it. This is tough. The best one, the first one that comes to mind for me, I can't think of anything better off the top of my head right now, is the uh, Super Scope. Oh my god, I was actually thinking about that. That was for Super Nintendo, correct? Yeah. 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 Um, I'll probably say there was, this is just kind of off the top of my head. Do you remember when they added the mouse to the Super Nintendo and they added a bunch of games for it? There was like a fly swatting game. There's a couple. Well, of the, the mini, fly like, swatting game was a mini game. That was Mario, Mario Paint. Paint. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is that Mario Paint? Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Holy shit. Did they ever come out with any other games for the mouse? Because I, I have no clue. I only remember Mario Paint. Huh. Uh, I'm looking to see if they came out with any other things. 
Trying to go to the peripherals. I mean, Game Genie was really cool. I was very excited the first time I got to use a Game Genie. I never owned one. I got to borrow one from the neighbor kid. And I just was like reading through the book. I'm like, oh my god, look at all these badass cheat codes for all these different <laughs> the, the Super Scope, they, I feel like they did it. Like, I don't know how well it would hold up today, but at least for the time. I would like to play it, play with it again. But at least for the time, they did a pretty good job, I feel like, of making that like actually pretty fun to play with. And not like just a gimmick. I couldn't believe how much room it took up. That was my. Oh no! I'm thinking. Of, I'm thinking. Of, I'm thinking. Of, was there a stand for it that people used or something? No. For the super scope. I, that, I guess so. No, there's not a stand. You, you, it was like a bazooka. You put it on your shoulder. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. I'm looking at it right now. I, was there one for Super Nintendo that had a camera stand, like a, a tripod stand, some sort of peripheral? The only thing that maybe comes... I. I think there was one for the Game Boy. Oh, there's also the. Uh, the what was virtual that? Boy. Virtual Boy. Yeah, Virtual, virtual boy, boy is all I can think of that fits that description. Huh. Maybe my buddy just used a tripod for his Super Scope because he's weird. I mean, he was a weird <laughs> dude. Because when we used to use a Super Scope, he had a tripod, too. That's funny. Hmm. It is... might have had, like, the tripod. Like, I think it has two little legs on the Super Scope that you can kick down to rest on a table. I'm Googling. I don't see anything about it. So, yeah, I think my buddy's just weird. <laughs> wow. Weird. There you go, Chase. Chase says... Yeah, I'd, I'd have to go with the Game Genie. Game Genie, okay. He says, and that is it for me, gentlemen. Thanks for reading through the email and for being pillars of excellence within the classic gaming community. May your podcast pillars star ever shine bright. Cheers and keep up the great work. Thanks, Chase. All right, next. We got one from Jonathan. I'm looking around. I see a couple numbers on here, so I'm guessing this is another... Uh, Another, like, archivist email from, from Jonathan. Oh, God. He's the one who basically counts how many times I say certain words. All right, here we go. As I'm sure that hundreds of fans will reach out with emails responding to Chase the Not Night Cleaner's call to arms. This one, I don't remember what he's referring to. This one is intended for Rob to read. Okay. I may skip around a bit as there are a few episodes that I've taken parts from to compose this email. First, let me congratulate you on another stellar year of podcasting. Thanks, Jonathan. To celebrate, I went back and re-listened to your show from episode oh, no. one. Oh, Jesus. This is like the 45th Why? time he's listened to the entire... All of our episodes. This is dedication. I kind of like it. All right, I'm done jacking off now. To celebrate, I went back and re-listened to your show from episode one, whilst counting... Likes all the way. <laughs> no. no. I was afraid of this. Well, it was nice doing the podcast with you guys. <laughs> I'm proud. Oh, no. I I'm proud it. to announce that the word was used by Robert. <laughs> and it's time. I think he's dead. Robert, are you are you all right over are there? Are you like dead? I think, <laughs> I think I'm like dead. Are you like so dead? <laughs> I'm proud to announce that the word was used by Robert. An astonishing 11,339 oh <laughs> times. That would make you one of the top Facebook pages of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. This is a we're, this is an intervention like now. That makes me feel. Oh my god! That makes me feel as if I've wasted like years of my time just from saying the word like. 
actually crazy. <clears throat> Holy shit. Fear not, Rob. This will likely be the last time you hear from this bit, as it has no doubt become tiresome to endure. Enter Jay. He inspired me to count new words. Words of color. Oh, no. The Uh-oh. episode... <laughs> Was I'm a, scared now. The episode was a few weeks ago, the one where he was 25 minutes or so late and showed up with a slew of colorful words. I don't remember what he said. I would like to hear this. I don't, I don't remember either. Find out. I'm kind of scared now. As in Mario Party, this game includes all of you. Shit, fuck, ass, damn, and variances of the Lord's name were accounted for. All right. So this was... Uh, I guess just this one uh, episode. Whenever I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw out 169 for for the whole episode for all of us or for one of us. Um, it sounds like it sounds like I think it's just Jay. I think. Well, he says no because he says uh, as in Mario Party, this game includes all of you. Oh, okay, okay, I see what you mean. Okay. Um. Oh wow, that might even be low. Then he's got him broken down. He's got him broken down. Let me see. I'm gonna let's see. What, all right, so what's your guess, uh, Blake? One sixty nine. Two two thirty four. It is ninety eight. Wow, really that low? Yeah. All right. So we got ass three times, damn seven times, God slash Jesus Christ eighteen times. Yeah, I thought that would be high. <laughs> he says, "Shit was fun. It included variants of." Poor shit, bullshit, jack shit, and shit ton. (laughs) (laughs) 32 times. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) And my personal favorite, fuck, 38 times. (laughs) 38 times. Hell yeah, buddy. That's amazing. Thank you, Jonathan. This is really nice. This is really interesting information. This is good data. Eleven thousand times, Robert. Are you ashamed of yourself? I yes, I am. All right, good. I'm, is that I just you? Lisa, That's just second. me. <laughs> is that just you, or is that all three of us? That's just me. Wow. He says it was used by Robert. An astonishing. Wow. <laughs> that actually is legitimately embarrassing. Video games can be quite frustrating, especially when they are competitive and you're being egged on by another person. Question of the day. Oh, we got another question of the day. Here we go. Over your lifetimes, how many controllers have you thrown in a furious rage? Less than half a dozen. Yeah, I would, I would yeah. say that, that's probably about accurate. Nothing, nothing too crazy. I, I, when I got mad, I was always concerned about the cost of it. Yeah, I was I like, if I break this, I literally can't play my game. So I'm right. going to squeeze the shit out of the controller. But not throwing. I would also, bite my mom would ban me from playing games when I was younger oh, if I got ra- yeah. if I rage. So I would bite my controller if I got really mad at it. <laughs> yeah, I did that too. I, what the hell? That's weird. Yeah, it's like what else are you gonna do? You don't want to throw it. You got to do something. And it's like, all right, if I bite it too hard, it's really gonna hurt. So I'm gonna sink my teeth in, but but I'll take it a little easy. Yeah, I feel like I've probably done it like two or three times ever. Uh, maybe like four or five. And like one, yeah. of, one of those I would say six at most for me, and yeah. that's because I may have forgotten a few. Yeah, 
trying to think of which ones I actually did break. You know I what? I say like three times that I've thrown a controller. You know what? I did have a few times playing StarCraft Two where I would get pissed and smash my key, like smash my hand on my keyboard like that. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely mouse and keyboards. I've like ripped off my headphones so hard a few times that I snapped <gasps> them. Oh yeah. Yeah, I've done that as well. Okay. Yeah, I think the computer peripherals are, are a different case. Yeah, uh, like with the headphones, yeah. it's like it's on me, so it's different. Like it's, I need that freedom. I need to get the hell away from it sometimes when I get that mad. Yeah. There's a video I saw one time of this like Russian dude playing uh, like the PC right. version of DDR. <laughs> And it's like you like hit the like keys really fast. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he gets really pissed doing it. And he picks up his keyboard and smashes it through his computer screen. Oh yeah, I think I've seen that before. My brother, uh, uh, we were Don Country. You can understand, obviously. Um, he snapped his Game Boy in half. Backwards. Damn! <laughs> he snapped the brick. No, How not the brick. You... The SP or XP, whatever the one. Oh, the, Game Boy Advance. Okay. Oh, the one okay. that was like the size of a wallet. I was thinking the yeah. same thing, Blake. I was like, "Holy shit!" He yeah, he's into just the Hulk? Buff, fast Dude, little fucking he world. out, man. <clears throat> yeah, it was so funny though, because I came in his room and he was like smashing against his bed, and then he just fucking snapped it in half. He was like, "Did I come in a bad time?" Uh... I make fun of him about it all the time. <laughs> That's really good. Um, all right. Jonathan says, I had a couple of ideas for the Dynasty Warriors franchise. They are kind of silly, Ooh. but we all heard about Earthbound Warriors, so hear me out. The first... <laughs> Shut up. The first play is in our imaginations. It would follow a Van Helsing or Underworld approach. One faction could be vampires, another werewolves. Generals would be more like Frankenstein or Dracula. They could even throw in mythological creatures like Medusa or Minotaurs. All right. What about Angels vs. Demons Warriors? Haven't fleshed out the idea. The other might Diablo be... maybe? Do Diablo? Boom, boom, boom. Diablo Warriors. Diablo Warriors. Yeah, because I mean there's a lot of like ran... like imagine if all, all the generals had different attributes like they do yeah. in that style of like, gameplay or something. I haven't really played this game, but isn't that kind of what uh oh what's the game? Dark Dark City Dark Darksiders. Isn't that kind of what Darksiders is? I'm not familiar. Um Darksiders is, is like a Zelda game. With where you play as one of the horsemen of the apocalypse. Interesting. Okay. It's pretty cool. I like Darksiders 1 more than 2. Darksiders 1 has much more of a Zelda feel to it. Darksiders 2 is more like an action game with some puzzles, I think. Okay. Uh, He says, the other might not really work out, but Facebook Warriors... (laughs) Stick figures would populate the game, and you could choose your top friends and enemies from your friends list. Then the game would populate the simpletons, and you'd be off. Uh, I don't know about that one. Let's see. Jay, glad that you're enjoying Animusha so much. It seems you're enjoying what so much, sorry? Animusha. Animusha. Oh, yeah. It seems you've inspired others to play as well. I've enjoyed Animusha 2, 3, and Dawn of Dreams. All of them tried something new and remind you of how great the original is. Some are saying that this new Neo game is Animusha meets Dark Souls. I'd like to see a next-gen Animusha game that goes back to its roots. I could kind of see that description of it. I might actually be starting up Neo on stream on uh, Wednesday. I haven't decided yet. I don't think I've heard. I mean, I think I've heard this name, but I don't know anything about it. Um, Do I still have it up? Yeah, here, I'll link it up. Okay. Um, It's it looks pretty cool. It's Uh, essentially like a a Dark Souls game taking place 
in Japan in a Japanese setting. The main character looks like uh, Geralt fucked Strife. I mean, Cloud. <laughs> <laughs> fucked Strife. All right, yeah. Let's see. Uh, uh, oh, here we go. Blake, don't play oh. Legend of Dragoon. Just don't do it. A year ago, wow. I w- I w- a year ago, I would have told you to play it. It was fun growing up. In fact, I had put it up there with some of the blockbuster RPGs you've mentioned enjoying. But I've also heard some of your gripes and don't waste your time. It is a grind-heavy, slow story that never really pulls you in, with whiny characters and a battle system that is so-so. Otherwise, great game. If you want to have fun, <laughs> then br- then take a break from RPGs and play Anamusha instead. <laughs> <laughs> so there's your advice. Uh, current Anamusha game- is one that I've been meaning to play for like almost two decades now. I really like want to... 16, 17 years I've been meaning to get around to playing Anamusha. That's funny. That kind of that's kind of how I am with uh, with um, beyond not not that long, but beyond good and evil. Uh, I'm trying to think of others that I've been wanting to get to for a long time. There there are a few others like that. Uh, current gaming. I recently got a PS4, so I played through Final Fantasy 15. I was really impressed at first, but I'm kind of disappointed now. I beat it and realized that I did a lot of questing. So much, in fact, that now that that now that questing is all that's left. I'm bored. Especially knowing that one day they are going, they are going to add more content, makes me not want to play it now. <clears throat> so instead, I'm catching up on Axiom Verge, a Metroid game that was created by one guy, and Stardew, uh, and st- uh, a Metroid game that was created by one guy, and Stardew Valley, a Harvest Moon game that was also created by one guy. Could be. I've heard Axiom Verge is all right. It gets this. It gets into a problem, I guess, towards the end of the game. Where you just do not know what the hell you're supposed to do at one point. There's just no guidance whatsoever. It's just like, well, all right, just just figure it out. And if you don't have the right stuff, you literally can't win. So go zap every wall in the game until you find the right item. Ah, that sucks. That's basically like the first Metroid. Uh, In addition to these games, I am enjoying Dynasty Warriors 8 for free on PSN. Nice. They released a new Dynasty Warriors game like three days ago. God Seekers. It looks like a strategy version of the game. Interestingly enough, instead of Swickedon Warriors, they adapted the Swickedon style of war and put it in a Warriors game, lol. <laughs> Looking forward to trying Final Fantasy XII Zodiac Age. Never never played twelve, but yeah. Blake has got me interested. Yeah, don't play unless you're going to play Zodiac Age. Yeah, honestly. Just wait until Zodiac Age comes out. Uh, don't even bother doing the IZGS version of the game. Uh, like going through all the effort of finding the patch for it, getting the file and all this stuff, and emulating it, etc. Just wait until Zodiac Age because it's going to be an even better version of IZJS. Sick. John says, "Keep up the good work, John." John, thank you so much for your uh, record keeping as usual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's incredible. Keep honestly. up the good work. I want to hear what other stats you can pull out. I want to hear how many more times Jay says shit. Shit, shit, shit. I'm going to script the, the curve. Shit, 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 shit. All right, we got to meet your quota. We got one more from Jeffrey. Right now, full house or right off. Let me start Let me start this over. Huh? Yeah, we do have a full house. All right. Jeffrey says, right off, I have to say that my favorite thing in the last podcast was Rob saying about Super Mario's, uh, Super Mario Brothers 2, fuck this fucking game. 
Usually when Rob doesn't like a game, he will equivocate and excuse the game saying... <laughs> yeah, that caught me off guard when you did that. Too. I was like, oh man, you're just going in on it. All right. <laughs> That's funny. I never really, I never thought about it that way. Yeah, normally you'll be very tepid. You'll be like, I didn't much enjoy this game. This part was okay, but I really didn't like this. No, this time you're just like, fuck Super Mario Brothers 2. This pile of shit. I was like, damn. I think he started with, is it my turn? Is it my turn? Okay, okay, fuck this game. (laughs) (laughs) Can I go now? Can I talk? Usually when Rob doesn't like a game, he will equivocate and and excuse the game, saying how he can see for its time, why it was good, blah, blah, blah. No, he just flat out doesn't like Super Mario Bros. 2, and he has a strong opinion about it. He's absolutely wrong, but at least he has an opinion. Hey. Quick shout out to Jay, showing love to Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance. Jay continues his streak of always being right about everything. Nice, nice. You gotta tell my girlfriend that. <laughs> Nothing? Nothing? No, tell her. Tell her. She needs to know. I don't know. I remember, I remember beating Super Mario Brothers 2 easily after years of never beating the first game, partly because I never knew about the continue trick until I heard it on your podcast. Holy shit. 8-2 was just too tough for me. Similarly, damn, I can't believe you didn't hear about that until uh, until our shit. Similarly, I can't beat Wily's Tower in Mega Man 2, but had no problems finishing Mega Man 3. When I was a kid, if I beat a game, I thought it was easy. If I couldn't, I thought I just sucked at the game. And wow. Never- <laughs> <Most interesting. laughs> it, never- I like yeah. <laughs> it never occurred to me that Battletoads or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were just ridiculously hard. Oh, God. It was always pretty cl- I think I think I always I think those were like the two like I, I was kind of maybe the same way like if I could beat a game I'd be like oh man like this is stupid but like with Battletoads or, and, and Ninja Turtles I was both like both of those I was just like this is this is stupid you cut out or else, or else I'm lagging uh, I was just I don't I don't know but I, I was just saying that <laughs> Battletoads and Ninja Turtles always stood out to me as being like stupid hard yeah they were dumb hard for sure Battletoads is a little bit better than I thought as a kid, but uh, there's no way that I will go back and play TMNT and not go, this sucks. I hate yeah. this. Uh, or that games like Legacy of the Wizard or Jurassic Park were poorly designed. I was Oh, God, Jurassic Park. <laughs> Get me started. Yeah, was... it was weird as a kid. Like, I don't know that there were too many games where I was like, this game sucks because it's very poorly designed. There was things like uh, yeah, yeah. Paladin's Quest, uh, which is an RPG on the SNES that I had played. And I was like, yeah, no, this is not very good compared to other RPGs I could be playing right now. Uh-huh. But it, uh, I don't remember oftentimes going like, oh, this is very, very, very poorly designed. Yeah, I don't know if I really ever thought that either. I would always just... What, like, what were the developers thinking? I don't remember asking myself that. Yeah, like, exactly. I remember not liking a lot of the games and thinking they sucked, but it didn't... Uh, I don't think it too often went beyond that. I think the... I, I agree. I, I think I was the same way, ex- with the one exception being E.T. on Atari. Um, But yeah, I don't think I usually thought about it critically like that either. I was just always like, oh, I'm not having fun. Yeah. I was proud when I beat Contra without the Konami code, but I didn't think it was an accomplishment, just that I didn't suck anymore. <laughs> dude, Contra is a dude. really cool game. <clears throat> On to Contra the... is pretty brutal. Yeah. On to the top three. Unless you're cheesing it with Spreadshot the whole time. 
This top three was my favorite kind of ridiculous hypothetical, and I thought about it all week. Uh, I was tempted. What, the to... dinosaurs one or the top three RPG? Uh, I think he's talking about RPGs. Yeah. Okay. I was tempted to choose Jess from Dragon Quest Eight, Beatrix from Final Fantasy Nine, and hmm. Tifa Lockhart for an all waifu party. <laughs> <laughs> an all waifu. Uh, someone, some, some one-on-one time under the stars with Tifa before the final boss fight, and I might not even care if we ultimately succeeded. <laughs> oh, Jeffrey. Should Would I... you take on a date to Gold Saucer? That's the real question. <laughs> Should I just pick OP characters, Orlando from Tactics, Kratos from God of War, and Zero oh, from Guard 3, and destroy everything in our path? Maybe, but I don't think so. If I'm going to really roleplay and imagine this scenario where it isn't just a 30-hour game, but weeks traveling with these people and working together as a team, these are who I would choose. So he's kind of taking like a real-life approach to this one, it sounds like. Number three, Ray from Breath of Fire 3. He's the coolest video game character, in my opinion. He's funny, witty, cheeky, and I like to have a quick thief type who can also really shell out damage. Two, Marl from Chrono Trigger. She has a positive can-do attitude and seems like a fun hang. She also could handle the... Uh, she, okay, I misread this. She also could handle the healing and some caster duties. Okay? I like how you you, you and him both tried to find a healer slash caster. Like, I, <laughs> I thought about that first and I was like, eh, whatever. Yeah, I guess for mine, it my setup for the silent protags, it would be more like a very action RPG. It would have RPG elements, but more of an action game similar to like Devil May Cry. Mm. Link, Chrono, sure. and uh, uh, Ness running around getting up to all sorts of crazy shit. Comboing off each other. That's what you want God, to call that it? That would be fun. That would actually, I, that was like, visually, that's pretty freaking cool. Combo off your mom. Oh, that's really cool. <laughs> no. yeah, <my> <laughs> Number one, I have to go with the weighted companion cube. In my time playing Portal, I really felt like we bonded and formed a great team. No matter what GLaDOS threw at us, I knew we could overcome it if we were together. Oh, that's sweet, Jeffrey. My bottom. You no, know, I gotta admit, the Portal memes are some of my least favorite things of about being a gamer. I can see that. I can understand that. I, like, the group of people I was around when those were oh, getting big. Yeah, but... <laughs> oh, Jesus. God, it was it's, terrible. I can definitely 100% see that. Not that I'm judging the list, but just thinking back, it's it's right, one right. thing that's always bothered the shit out of me. Proud of you, Blake. Like, uh, nice. the cake is a lie. Yeah. Oh, geez. cake is a lie was the worst one. The companion cube was one that was like, I was like, oh, it's kind of funny, and then it was like everybody latched on. <laughs> yeah. The cake is a lie was like every freaking event that I watched, like esports related, somebody would say it like every single time. It's like holy shit. Yeah, that was my least favorite one to come from that. The song was okay, and... um, Oh, I loved the song. Companion Cube was uh, not bad. Yeah, like, those are... Like, as far as the game goes, I like those parts of the game, but I agree with you, like, those got old, especially, like, if I would have been hanging around with tons of people talking about it all the time, I wouldn't have been able to hang Every time we'd have (laughs) get-togethers... I'd have to hear the cake of life at least once. And I was like, God, come yeah. on. <laughs> and everybody laughs. You're like, holy shit, dude, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Fucking copy paste harder. I think there's still people today, to this day, that do cake is a lie unironically. Uh, uh, I think you're probably right. I'm really. I sad feel like right I've now. heard it somewhat recently, like maybe on a Twitch stream somewhere, or somebody in chat, or something. Yeah, that's funny. I really feel like I've heard it somewhere recently too. Yeah. Uh, I probably blocked it out of my memory, which is a good thing. Yeah. Anyway, Just associated good good strategy. Uh, my bottom three choice. My bottom three choices are Waka, Renoa, and <laughs> and Hope from Solid. various Final Fantasy. Oh games. my god, that is such a good list of things that I would never Jeez, fucking play never. ever. <laughs> like Hope alone, like if he, as soon as he opens his goddamn mouth, like any three characters on a team from Final Fantasy thirteen, and that will probably be my bottom three. <laughs> If the three of them came to my door and were like, Jeff, we for real need you to come with us and save the world, I would just be like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> nah, busy. fuck the world. It's alright. I mean, is the world really dies, worth saving? <laughs> is the world really worth saving in its current state? Not if it means a road trip with those turds. <laughs> God, can you imagine being in the car with Hope? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? My mom's dead. Did you know that? My mom's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I don't know who those... Who are known who are based on based on your That's reaction. Uh, later, dudes from Jeffrey. Later, dude. Thanks, Jeffrey. Also, Thank thanks once again for uh, for the video game. Thanks everybody who wrote in. Yeah, yeah. That was it. We're all we're through all the emails. Yeah. If you want to be like these sure. guys and send us an email, you can do that at mail at classicgamingpodcast dot com. As uh, as Chase the Night Cleaner has said before, we will literally read anything that you send in to us. If you want life advice, we'll we'll give you some life advice also. It might we'll, not be very good, but we'll do it. Yeah, I probably won't be. I mean, Blake's pretty good at that. Jay's all right. Yeah, yeah, I'm all right. Uh, and I guess it's time for current. Ga- oh, oh, one one quick thing. I need to double check and make sure I still have this. Uh. I believe I have a, a key to day uh, for Day of the Tentacle on Steam. If anybody wants it, I don't know. Send me an email and just tell me that. Tell me why I should give it to you. Okay. How's that? Do it right now. Go, go and send in an email and just be like, you should send it to me because I emailed you first. That's not a great reason. I mean, that would be a valid reason, but I can't. I can't guarantee that somebody else wouldn't send a better one with a better reason. Yeah, That's yeah, not I, true. I do. No one would be able to top that. I do. I do have a, a key for Day of the Tentacle. Still, it's for it's a Steam key for Day of the Tentacle that I got in like a humble bundle that I bought uh, a couple weeks ago or something like that. If you want it, I don't know. Send me some awesome, hilarious story about memes. something that happened send, to you. Send him, send him fucking memes. memes from Portal. Send him Portal memes. <laughs> the best Portal meme gets it. If, Enjoy, Robert. If you bombard Blake on Twitter with Portal memes, oh. then I will send it to you. <laughs> uh, current gaming subcast. Video games. Uh, what what we got? doing? Um, God, I've been playing a bunch of stuff, but none of it comes to me right now. I started up Yakuza 0 before I left for PAX South, which I didn't talk about at all on the podcast, but whatever. There's not that much to say. It was fun. I was uh, at the Royal Rumble. It was a good time. Um, Yeah, that's it for PAX South. I don't want to talk about it too much. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, I'm, did you say you went to PAX South? Sorry, I, I zoned out for a second. Yeah. Oh, nice. 
That's awesome. Yeah, it was a good time. Um, I've started up Yakuza 0. I don't know if I'm going to continue it on stream. It's fun. It's my first time playing a Yakuza game, but it was a very different experience than I was expecting. So I was kind of like, all right, this is fun, but not what I wanted. Uh, then there is a bunch of DLC that's come out recently. Afterbirth Plus got released for The Binding of Isaac. I've been playing that some, getting ready for a racing tournament that's coming up that I'm supposed to be co-hosting. Uh, that's been meh. It's been fun not worrying about the unlocks on it, at least. So that was great. Then there was... Uh, God, what else came out? Oh, uh, Crypt of the Decker Dancers DLC came out. Oh, yeah. And I've been just constantly playing that all the time. I can't stop. It's what I play the most <laughs> at nights right now. Can't stop, won't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. Can't stop the beat, man. And like uh, the, the last one, Enter the Gungeon, had some free DLC come out recently, and oh, I've been playing right. that again, and I've been having some fun with that. Uh, and then, I'd say the biggest thing to report on that I've been doing lately is I've been playing Fire Emblem Heroes. Uh, it's a mobile game based on the Fire Emblem series. I'm not a big fan of the Fire Emblem series, so I didn't expect to go into this and enjoy it as much as I have been. I've been like very obsessed with Fire Emblem Heroes the last couple days. It's a mobile game. It's got the gotcha system where you pull for characters, and it's a lot more entertaining than I ever expected it to be. Uh, if you like Fire Emblem, if you like mobile games, if you like uh, strategy RPG stuff, I'd recommend at least checking it out a little bit. It's pretty cool. Cool. Sweet. You've been playing a lot more um, mobile games in the last year or so, I've noticed. A few, yeah, I've tried out some. The um, Oh, Mobius Final Fantasy got ported over to Steam, and I should download it and maybe play it on Which there Which one sometimes. is that? That's the one that came out most recently after X-Feast, I think. It's where you control okay. one character. And his name yeah, okay. is Wool, W-O-L, which is, his name is Wool, but it's literally the letters of Warrior of Light, W-O-L. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> um, what have I been playing? Oh, oh man, I've been playing <laughs> this game called Pictopix. It's a pit cross game, and I've never played a pit cross game before. And like I saw, I heard about this one somewhere. I was like, oh, that actually looks kind of fun. Maybe kind of interesting. You know, it was pretty cheap. So I played it and I like got seriously hooked on that for like two weeks. Um, I did like, there's got to be like about a hundred puzzles on it. I've probably done like 75 of them so far. Jeez. I know. Like I was, I couldn't stop playing it for a little while. Like I haven't, it's, 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 it's been a few days since I've played it now. Uh, but man, like I got really sucked into that. And then I've also, I also played uh Lisa, the joyful. Yeah. And it was super good. I talked yeah, to Blake about this briefly a few days ago. Saturday night. probably. Yeah. 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 Fr- uh, or Friday. Fr- yeah, Friday. Yeah. What <laughs> oh, was a Friday? Sorry. Yeah. And, uh, Lisa, the joyful is the, uh, like, uh, like basically the expansion or the DLC, to uh, uh, Lisa, Lisa, otherwise known as Lisa the Painful. Oh, okay, okay. And uh, it's it, it picks off, of course, or picks up where the first one ended, and it's uh, it's about well, like three three and a half hours. Is that about right, Blake? That's about how long I think it took me to to finish. Uh, it. yeah, three hours sounds right. About three hours, and yeah. uh, it was it was really good. Not as good as the real Lisa, but it's you know it's not supposed to be. It's basically. Just a uh, little extra stuff. 
but uh, that was super good. I don't How really... good was that ending sequence? Ending... Like, the part where she's seeing um, seeing Brad in like the field of flowers, all that shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, that was good. You know what else was really good? The very beginning where... Uh, yeah. Where he was like, it shows him and her back when he like, when she was growing up and she's like thinking back on growing up and stuff. And, uh, I, I don't, I don't think this is a spoiler, but if you don't want anything spoiled, then maybe skip forward like a minute. But, uh, he, you know, he, so she's the only girl in the world. He's trying to train her to be able to take care of herself. Nobody, basically nobody knows she exists. And, uh, she's thinking back and she has this memory and it shows him. He's like, buddy, her, her name is buddy. He goes, you have to, uh, I thought you were calling him buddy like that. Buddy. <laughs> no, Chief, like, pal, but, friend. You have to learn to be tough. You know, it's a dangerous world out there. You got to be able to take care of yourself. You got to be tough. He drags in this guy that he's got tied up and he gives her a knife and he's like, kill him. And she's like, no, he's like, no, you just have to do it. You have to do, you have to kill him. You have kill. to know how to kill. Yeah. You have to know how to it's kill. Really cool. And then, uh, and then like she finally does it. And then he goes, good job. The next time he's not going to be tied up. I thought that was pretty fucked up that's pretty fucked yeah yeah that's pretty fucked literally uh so but that was i mean that's that's what the lisa series is so yeah it was that was pretty that was pretty awesome uh and then finally i've just been playing some more crusader kings 2 i uh think about i told you guys i married my aunt recently yeah yeah you mentioned that (laughs) and um there's something else that happened I don't remember, but... Uh, well, and then she cheated on you, so you had her oh, thrown right. into jail. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, she cheated on me, so I had her thrown into jail. Yeah. I don't think I executed her. I think I just let her uh, sit in jail. I did get remarried. You would. Um, you scum. <laughs> so, this is a funny thing about Crusader Kings 2 real fast. Like, this was like a year or two ago. Uh, after this one update... For some reason, like, at some point in the game, like, if you were, you know, like, playing a full a full length game, like, halfway through or so, which, I guess, one, like, one full playthrough is about, I don't know, somewhere, somewhere between 20 and 40 hours. At some point, performance would just start tanking, and, like, the frame rate would turn to absolute shit. Nobody could figure out why. Uh, they eventually figured out that the reason that that was happening was at some point in the game... Every Greek character would start continually evaluating every single other character in the game to see if they could castrate them, and it wasn't going on. That's non- nice. <laughs> it was going on nonstop, so it like it just like dropped everything else to a halt and took over like all the processes of the game. I thought it was amusing. That's really crazy. <laughs> uh, Jay, how about you? Last, you want you want to wrap us up? I don't think I've been playing much lately, unfortunately. With a nice little bow. I played a lot of Populous in this past week or so. That's about the majority of my time, honestly. All right. What about that? Uh, that new. Uh... I'm trying to think where you go. That uh, new. Uh... I was trying to think of something that's popular and cool with the kids right now, but I I can't think of anything. Why don't we just forget that I ever tried to new, say something? Um, uh... Yeah, yeah. A new video game. What about that one? Yeah, the new that one. video game. What's new? What what are what are the what are the what are all the kids playing right now? Fuck if I know, man. Uh, Conan. Games. 
Conan Exiles. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, what the hell is that, man? Why, uh, we talked about this tonight, the, the, the freaking ridiculous amount of nudity. Like, what yeah. the hell is that? It's, I mean, it's Co- it's Conan Universe, but it's like, how? I'm surprised it's... Uh, Little surprised that it's getting such a pass on Twitch, and yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's that's literally what I'm referring to. Just just dongs everywhere, flopping yeah. around in the breeze. First time I watched it, I was like, "What in the world am I watching?" I was like, "There's no way this is allowed on Twitch." It's like number number two game. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> is it uh? Is it supposed to be any good? Do you guys have any idea? I have no idea. I've know a few people that are like, "Ah, oh, I'm so addicted to it right now," and I'm like, "Well, okay." I think it's one of those games that people are gonna play. You know, remember the, like that dinosaur survival game? I think it's gonna be like oh. one of those games where people play for like eight weeks and then just stop. You think like, so? One of those games people just fucking play. Yeah, I, th- I think so. It seems like one of those games. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Is that it? Are we done then? I think we're done. Thank you oh, all for really listening. Quick. Nice. This was this was like less than two hours. Under Holy two shit! Hours. Yeah. I probably oh. only said like like forty times this time. Forty one. Like, like 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 like. That one doesn't count. Hit that like button. <laughs> <laughs> Hit that like Ring. button. Subscribe Can right you now. Just imagine Rob, Robert's smile with a thumbs up. Hit that like button. <laughs> that's gonna be our smile. that's gonna be our, our new logo. Is me smiling doing a thumbs up. Robert like ring. Getting rid of the oh, spaceship. I showed- this guy at my work, I was talking about the podcast, and he was like, oh, I want to listen to it. So I showed him the website, and I told him about the spaceship. You know, if you click the spaceship. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We talk about and he yeah. was like, wait, bring it back. I was like, he was like, bring it back. Bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's gone now. <laughs> I was like, nope, sorry, that's it. You got to clear your cache and delete your computer. Bring it back. Pretty funny. Bring back spaceship. <laughs> yeah, that's what you have to do. You have to say it into the computer. Hashtag. Bring back spaceship. Hashtag bring back spaceship. Kind of scared. A lot of a lot of odd things have been trending lately. I wouldn't be surprised. People would just start spamming it without realizing what they're implying. <laughs> Why are we right. saying this? I don't know. I don't know. I just tweeted that. I'm gonna see if I can get anybody. I'm gonna see if oh, anybody just no. randomly randomly <laughs> likes it or tweets it or anything. Watch it's used for something like crazy, like anti-Semitic <laughs> or something. Oh, uh. Yeah, that'll be my luck, pretty much. Thank you all for listening. <laughs> we'll be back in two Welcome. weeks. You guys want to say yes, anything? Say your goodbyes to our listeners. Bye. Yeah. yeah. And sorry we were late Email this time. us, uh, follow us on Twitter. <laughs> oh yeah, etc. Class Games Cast on Twitter. If our Twitter still exists after this. <laughs> yeah, we haven't been banned yet. All right, we will see you guys in two weeks. Thanks again. <laughs>